0: Romans 15, 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Let's pray. God, before I get to preaching, I just want to take a second to say thank you that I get to be a part of a church like this. I don't take it, well, I, do, I take it for granted a lot. But I just, I still thank you. Thank you for what we have here and for the ways that you continue to shape us in the image and likeness of Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. I heard a phrase recently that's been rolling around my soul It's kind of knocking against the corners of my own preferences and likes and dislikes. Diversity without division. Just let that sit for a minute. Let it sink in. Take a deep breath. And once more just some excerpts from Romans 14:15. Let these sink in well as well. Just phrases, verses, even single words such as welcome, to live in harmony with one another, might glorify God for His mercy. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you yourselves are full of goodness. To proclaim the good news, welcome one another, therefore, just as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. The God of peace be with all of you. Amen. Ancient Rome was a diverse place. The hub of an empire that included people from North Africa, as far west as Spain, and many points east. It was a diverse place where a diverse church was called to be the light of the world. So unlike many of the letters that we have in the rest of the New Testament, Romans might be one of the longest correspondences comparable only to the Corinthian letters because these places were extremely diverse. You ever thought about that? Why is Romans so long? Why is 1 and 2 Corinthians so long? Why is Ephesians so short? Ephesus was—I mean, it—it was a a kind of a vacation spot, but it was a pretty, you know, just insular place. It was kind of off the beaten path. Rome, not so much. Corinth. So why are these why are these letters so long? Well, when you have people from different backgrounds, different preferences, and different differences, you have challenges. So doesn't it make sense for a church, whether in Rome or Corinth or Houston, to listen to the Word of God as an ongoing, living reminder of what is most important and what we always need to keep as central? Jesus named us the salt of the earth. So how do we live that out? Well, here you go. Welcome to live in harmony with one another. Might glorify God for His mercy. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you yourselves are full of goodness. To proclaim the good news, welcome one another then as Christ has welcomed you. For the glory of God, the God of peace be with all of you. Amen. That's how you do it. Simple as that. The goodness of God becomes the goodness of us. The people of Jesus Christ. Sometimes, living in a world like we live, the goodness of God feels kind of like the way that the Greeks and the Romans, way back when all this stuff was written, Felt about God. You know how the Greeks and Romans felt about God or the gods, depending on who you asked? We're here. They're there. We're way down here. They're way up there. You know why when people, like in popular culture and in movies and stuff, you know why when they pray or talk to God, they go like this? They look up, and they talk to God way up high. You can take the Greeks and the Romans for that. So you know what Jesus did? Jesus came and walked among us so that when we are in contact with God in our daily lives and drinking in the presence of God, we don't have to look way up to some God that may be out there somewhere. Instead, right in front of us. Church like this. All you have to do to experience the very presence of God may be as simple as just elbowing the person next to you. The goodness of God becomes the goodness of us, the people of Jesus Christ. And here's the part I love the most. It's what I thank God for all the time. You know what we, the people of Jesus Christ, you know what we look like? You want to hear? I've got descriptions. You want to hear the descriptions? of what we look like? All right, here you go. An Egyptian widow who lives her entire life to encourage. A 15-year-old young woman describing the ins and outs of the gospel. A black man who taught us about Christ by modeling Christ for decades. A same-sex couple who nervously sat in our service not that long ago to be met with handshakes and hugs. A 46-year-old man still trying to figure out what it means to follow Jesus. And that's just a sample. Diversity without divisions. We can have differences while being united in Christ. If you ever in your entire life find a congregation where everyone looks and thinks exactly like you, and where everyone looks and thinks exactly the same things you think, and there are no differences whatsoever. When you find that congregation, it's going to be awfully lonely because you're going to be in a congregation of one. The minute you get a congregation of two or three, Maybe another way to put it, and I love this from our liturgy that we read so often, unity, constancy, and peace. We are a Romans 14, 15 kind of church, and I'm so grateful to God. So... This may not necessarily be a sermon on portable hospitality, but rather we are the kind of people of Christ equipped to actually practice such a mission. And so we do. And so we will keep on doing. Because this is who we are. Because this is who Christ has made us, and it's who Christ continues to make us, even on a day like today. Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth, you are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. We we are the light of the world. Some days, when I hear the Lord saying things like that, you are the light of the world, I think, uh, you sure about that? And then God continues to work among us and then says again, yes, you are the light of the world. The very first thing that God created, and think back, the very first thing that God created was light. Let there be light, God said, and there was light. And then do you know what the next line in Genesis 1 is? Right after God said, let there be light, and there was light, you know what the next line is? And God saw that it was good. Oh, my goodness. Amen.